I put a call out in my community um, for to for individuals in the LGBTQ plus community who would be willing to be on my show. Um, I really wanted to highlight stories of locals um, in that community um, on the show for the month of of the Pride Month, June Pride. So um, today is the first show. I think I'm going to have maybe two more shows to celebrate the community. Um, and today's the first one. And today I have Kata with us. Hi, Kata. Good afternoon. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Um, can you just speak in the microphone one more time? Oh, certainly. Okay. Um can you maybe share a little bit? I put the call out and you were like me. I, I want to be on. Sh sure, sh tell us a little bit about who you are. So, my, a little bit of my history. I, um, I've been in Bend since 1983. Um, came here early in the game. Um, well, first uh, of all, why'd you come to Bend? Uh Believe it or not, we drove through it, and it was beautiful, and we had a spur of the moment of some place to go, and uh, came to us the small town of Bend. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Mil lumber mills and ski area. <coughs> it was really small then. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but uh, came down, um, worked a lot in the ski industry through the last uh, years that we've been here. Um, currently, I am a full-time instructor up at Mount Bachelor in the winter. Instructor I'm of what? Ski instructor. Oh, nice. And um, I work for the maintenance shop in the summertime. And so I spend all my time basically up in the mountains. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, got snowed on the other day. So mm. June snow, yeah, okay. Whatever. How much snow did they get? Uh, we got enough to make the road a little fun driving up oh, there. Oh, wow. <laughs> For okay. everybody who remembers winter. <laughs> um, and uh, I've had a pretty good life. And due to things through my life, um, I w went into my transition approximately two and a half years ago. Um, so about uh, my transition, um, it's something that we do is in big on the news right now, and it's mainly unfortunately aimed at people who have no control over what's happening to them. Um, I'm, I'm older in where I'm transitioning at, um, but I have the same thoughts and ideas and feelings that go through your body through the years as beings basically trapped someplace you shouldn't be. Um, if you look at my history through the, the years, I've been erratic in work, um, I've, I've had issues, um, and there are things that indicate, as I look back on it, that, yeah, this, this was not right. I, I didn't feel good being where I was. Um, like I said, about two and a half years ago, the situation arose where I was comfortable changing. Um, here again, um, some of the younger people transitioning, going to where they are right, no matter what we may think. You know, we aren't in their heads. We don't know what's going through them. Um, and they sometimes suffer a lot more issues trying to come around. Um, and I, I 
feel badly for them. Um, I think I'm pretty lucky. I mm -hmm. live in a good town. Bend is considered, um, it's considered a little blue-reddish, um, as we've <laughs> Blue seen. Blue-reddish. <laughs> yeah. Is that like purple? Yeah, <laughs> not as good as purple. <laughs> no, okay, not quite. Um, and um, it, it has been a very gentle place for me to transition. Um, I was never sure where and how far I was going to go when it started two and a half years ago. Um, through the support that I get, through the people I work with, the people I know, this town of Bend in general is amazingly good. Um, and I... I, I'm blessed with a wonderful place to be doing this, and there's other people that are not so lucky. Mm. And um, so, to get a little deeper into why I'm here and what's going on, um, male to female, transgender, um, the transition covers a lot of bases, but the biggest one that affects us is the one that we can't, it's hard to share. It's hard to tell you, you know, people are thinking like, oh, why would you want to do this? And it's in our mind, it's in our head. You know, I, I, have, a, I, would, I have a hard time understanding somebody and say, oh, I have a migraine headache. I, okay, it's bad, I know that. I, I don't know what it feels like, what it does to you, anything like that. As we are misgendered at birth, we had the same problem, but to give it to you and say, oh, it's like, it's like uh, eating licorice. They go, oh, yeah, I know what that is. No, it's not that simple. Um, and most of us find that uh, at the time of transition, when we finally take that step, it's like um, stepping into your dream world. Um, not a dream world. Don't get me wrong. Real world, but where you feel more comfortable with, where you've been looking to be. Um, you talk to anybody, anybody, any age, anyone, about when they first transitioned, and they're going to say it was some of the happiest moments of their lives, and that happiness stays with you. I mean, the world's not always great. There's things going on um, that are not good, but after this, after this step, after going where I should have been many years ago, I'm, um, I can take them, and I can still keep the joy of my life and the thrill of living day to day, um, feeling more like I, I, I was meant to be. And um, it's not what you learn. It's not what you educated. It's not... Anything that comes from the outside, it, it's all inside. And um, it's a pretty powerful, and it can really push you. You know, I, I'm sure we've heard um, suicide can be a, a pretty major issue early in the game. Um, I think uh, I was lucky I did have a good family. And even though I did not transition until just a few years ago, they didn't really know anything about it. Um, there was a good support in my confusion as I was growing up. And we look back on now on some of the crazy things did when I was younger. 
And you, you can see that there was this push, this thing trying to correct. And um, so it, it, it is. It's a wonderful thing that I've done. Um, I'm pretty joyful about it. And I'm happier to the world outside me, too. Um, I have an easier time talking with people. I, I'm not... I'm able to expose my whole self. I, I, I'm able to be who I am and who I'm meant to be. Um, like I said, I, I, taught, I teach skiing every year. And it's an interesting position because I, I look back at some of what I did teaching earlier and how I teach now. And there's just so much more joy in my world that I transfer onto my students. I transfer into my work area. Um, it, it's it's a real it's a real accomplishment, and it's a uh, yeah, it's it's reaching a pretty high point in your life. Something it's making me think of is um, that's the great journey we're all meant to take is to find who we are and to live that fully and authentically, right? So whatever that means for every person, it's going to be completely different. For you, it was to become the gender that you felt you always were. And, and you mentioned, you know, early on that um, on the inside, I'm still the same. I still think the same. I still feel the same. I'm, not much has really changed internally, and so because of that, it's like now the outer and the inner are more in, in harmonious alignment. And so because you feel that alignment, you are in the world more authentically and joyfully. That's, that's a very nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I heard. And um, I mean you know, whatever that means for every person, that's, that's one of the greatest gifts that we can achieve is to find, to really find ourselves and to live that authentically. And, and we, we need that. There's, there's this guy that I love, Michael Mead, love him, love him. Uh, he's a great person to listen to. He has a podcast and he talks about uh, the genius. Like every person is born with a genius. And it's been a while, uh, if I may get this wrong, but uh, the, the root word of genius, genius, he talks about is, is you're living your soul's purpose, right? I would, I would say that is exactly, and I, I will, and as you said, I, I would back up anybody on reaching that goal, reaching where they, they're headed in their life, where they want, they want to do and be. Um, it's not just a transgender issue it is uh, and i mentioned this i do a lot of writing in my facebook and stuff and i mentioned that the the journey is for everybody and to get where they're going and when they do reach that spot they'll be pretty happy the biggest issue you know that we face is is it within this is the sad part you know is it within society's idea of a goal and um if uh that, that that's that's the hard part right there is we um I, I don't mean to get nasty on this or derogatory too much on it but if we would just accept people for being who they want to be and reaching their goals um you know life would be good i don't 
I'm not changing anybody outside of myself. I'm not looking for anything for anybody else. I mean, I'll help you go where you want to go if you want the help. But no, I don't expect anybody to follow any type of a norm or any type of guidelines um, that would hinder them reaching the, the high points in their world. Yes, I love that. You, you, like you said, first of all, happy birthday. <laughs> you reminded me it's your birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you for being here on your birthday. And you're a Gemini. Geminis love to talk. They're like the, some of the best talkers I know. You just need to ask them a question and they, they just have a lot to say. So um, happy birthday. Um, some, so something I'm thinking about, it's your birthday, right? And, and like you said, you transitioned two years ago and you are older um, in your transition. And so you lived... 60 plus years of your life in a body that didn't feel right. Okay. And so by the time you came to the point where, okay, I can no longer be who I am presenting in the world. It needs to change. I'm, I'm a little bit curious of some of the feelings and thoughts that went through your head as you were making the choice to transition and really step into who you feel like you truly are so through my life the whole life there's always this has always been here um obviously some of us due to situations survival basically through society um I didn't take the steps. I, I, I kept pushing them back. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, it caused issues through my life. So I got to the point um, two years back where, and, and now mind you, things have been developing a couple years even before that, um, knowledge, more knowledge of, the, of what we were discovering from transgendered people, what it was, how it was changing their lives for the better. Um, and I sort of decided that I did not want to finish my life somebody not happy. And I also had the advantage of age where I was not as worried about how it would influence people around me or society mm -hmm. around me. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a position where, you know... I truly don't care what they think. Mm. I truly don't care what they say about me. Do you I, think it took those years to get to that point? No. Okay. I okay. think the opportunity um, also was good. I, I, I'm in a position where um, I'm fairly comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, nowhere near what we'd like to be, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and there were other factors through the years that mm -hmm. kept me from um, taking this step. Um, I have a partner and on their side of it, you know, we were trying to survive and live together and the idea of this coming up. Also, I grew up in eastern Washington. Mm -hmm. um, not the greatest place to uh, start transitioning. One other factor, which we don't think about very often, was um, you got to remember my age, uh, where this was really coming in, was in the middle of HIV. Mm. 
And there were a lot of things pushing back, saying, whoa, is this going to be worth it? Is this going to... Mm. At the time, I said no. Mm. Um, you know, once again, if. You always say, oh, if only. Mm -hmm. Well, we never know where if only yeah. really goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is one of the only things in my mind that would ever come up, if only I had maybe changed earlier. Mm. Um, mm. But I'm still just as thrilled that I did it today mm -hmm. as not doing it. And um, so part of it also, now this is going to be, you're going to people maybe laugh at this or whatever, but um, I had a chance to uh, where I was working. Um, my insurance was going to help me pay for this. Oh, nice. Payment money is a big thing. And unfortunately, we don't give away, you know, it's not like AA, where, hey, you have a problem, we'll fix it for free. Mm -hmm. um, hey, you have a, I don't, I don't call it a problem. I call it an issue. No, we don't fix it for free. You have to spend money to do it. And um, so that helped also my decision to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to do it now. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you made that decision. And, and I love that you shared earlier already that when you made that decision, you felt for the most part a, well, uh, a warm welcome. You, you know, you felt like the community surrounded you and um, really accepted you, which I think has a, a direct reflection of you and the people that you surround yourself and how you carry yourself in the world. So just want to say that. Um, but OK, so you were received fairly well, it sounds like. But but now tell us, what was it like when you really stepped in? to this new, or not new, but to the person that you always knew you were? Um, you're scared to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you're, you're, what it is, you're nervous. You're not scared. You're. Mm. It's like, a, it's like excited. <sighs> like a nervous can be like mildly excited. You, right. But. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're, you're thrilled uh -huh. that. I'm doing, I'm doing what I feel I should be doing. Mm -hmm. That is thrilling. Then in the same thought, the same turnaround is, oh, but what if they hate me? What mm. if they shun me? What if mm. they throw rocks at me? I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all of the, all of those deals. As a matter of fact, I'll throw this in if, uh, if for those of us who are, enjoy Monty Python and the search of the Holy Grail, the part where they're dumping the witch in the pond mm. and she's a witch, she's a witch. Well, mm. we get a little bit of that. <laughs> and I was, I did not get that in, mm. in town. And it was funny because while I was transitioning, I, in all honesty, I was saying to myself, all right, in order to get comfortable coming out and walking and going, being who I am, I, I, I almost felt like, oh, I'm going to have to go to Portland to do it. Ah. But if I do it here in a local little town, they're going to, yeah, never happened. Mm. It was all right here in Bend. Mm. Um, probably the scariest moment was walking into a state motor vehicle office mm -hmm. to get my driver's license changed. Mm. Um, mm. And... It was pretty funny, just so you know, it was in Baker City oh. because appointments at, doc at 
DMV was months in advance. Right, because that was in 2020? Yes. Uh-huh, yes. And so, but I could go to Baker City. Of all places, Baker City, as I walked in dressed as I am, <laughs> and they smiled, and they were happy, Aww. and they helped me out. And that was sort of my first clue of like, okay, it's not everybody out there mm. hates us. And... Um, can I can I ask you a question about that though? Um, personal share. Uh, those of you that have never seen me, I I'm kind of a masculine feminine, right? I'm a woman who's who has some masculinity, and I always get kids that look at me crazy, like they cannot figure out if I'm a male or female, and they will ask me, "Are you a mommy or a daddy?" <laughs> and so I keep listening to you talk, hear, talk, and I'm thinking, well, how? What do the kids say? Do the, were the kids? Because uh, um, they're so sweet in their innocence in that way. Uh, I mainly run into kids while I'm teaching, uh-huh. and um, it, it's sort of funny. Um, every now and then, I'll have one ask me, mm. "Why do you wear makeup? Why? Why do you look like a boy?" And my answer to that is, well, we all look a little how we look. Mm, mm. And um, the other, most of them do not care. Yeah, cool. And now, I have an advantage where we teach. Mm. Obviously, we are wearing full gear. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they can tell, though. Oh, yes. But they, oh, they yes. still can tell. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. <laughs> the only ones that ever really questioned anything, and, and they were lovely about it. Mm. I had it every now and then. I had a group of parents, and they were always fine, who would ask me what my pro- pronouns were. Mm-hmm. And otherwise... Yeah, yeah, no yeah. problem. Guys. I always wonder. You never know with the kids. <laughs> so, uh, in the community, you felt received and welcomed. And so, what? What? Um, last these la- last questions. Since you have made this choice and you're living this life, what is something you've learned about yourself that has surprised you? Um, how much I enjoy talking with total strangers. Mm. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it can be anywhere, it, it, in town, standing in a grocery line, anywhere else. Um, I, I, th- I think the defensive shield that we put up around us so much has, I don't need it. Mm. I was able to take it down. Um, I, that's There's other differences, obviously, but that's probably the biggest one that I have noticed mm. and I've been really happy about. Mm. Um, it uh, definitely allows you to, to in, it allows you to smile more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, as far uh, yeah, and um, it also teaches yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Mm. I can, I can ba- see that's one of the things too. I can babble now a lot easier <laughs> than before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it sounds like maybe um, it softened you a little bit. I think a lot. Okay, a lot. A lot, a yeah. lot. And and now you can look back, too, and see the aggressiveness and mm. the protectiveness mm. that I was putting up before around me. Like I said, it just uh, doesn't take as much to make me smile. Mm. <laughs> what do you think you were protecting? Um, your inner self. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we at no point did you want to actually allow people to see... And being male at the time, mm. you know, you just let somebody see that you really care about something mm. or... Like that it, softness, it that vulnerability. Um, I feel a lot happier mm. when I tear up now than mm. I do, that I don't care. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a... 
definitely. So um, I understand we have one minute left, and I would like to say that I have great... When I started this, I was scared to death. I had no idea where to go. Um, Planned Parenthood. And there are awesome people there that are out to help us in every way they can. And um, they deserve a lot more help and respect than we give them. Um, I owe them a lot. And... Mm. um, they were a key part of your transitioning. Oh, mm. Unbelievable. Mm. And, um, and and like I said, with everybody. And their their goal is to make your life livable. Mm. Um, that, that's what they're after. They're not. Mm. So thank you, Planned Parenthood. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on and leaning into your <laughs> nervousness and sharing yourself with us and this community. Really beautiful. Thank you. I love the opportunity. You've been listening to a KPOV Critical Conversation. To hear more engaging interviews on important topics, please visit kpov.org slash critical dash conversations.